Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to continue our divisional series breakdown. On today's episode, we are going to take a look at the AFC West. And what we're going to do is we're going to share a player from each team that we're looking to own. And then we're also going to look at the same exact team and looking for a player that we're looking to avoid for each of these teams. At the end of the episode, we're going to follow through with our predictions for the division where we think each team will land. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Mr. Matthew Fox. How are you, buddy? Just excited we've made it to the only division that matters. Um, something like that. Um, I will it, it really is though. Honestly, you say that you say that, and I thought about it. I was like, well, he's not wrong, actually. This is crazy because the AFC West is a a team. Again, if you've listened to the show, if you listened to us last week, you you hear me talk about this aggregate from this playoff predictor website that Fox and I uh go off of. I am a hundred percent. I'm still not 90. I'm still not a hundred percent convinced that we don't see three teams come out of the AFC West. I struggle with it. Um, but I, I, there's, there's, it's like a, to me in my head and I think I'm looking at it and we'll talk a little bit more later and further and later on down the road, but there's a, there's a, there's a gap there between about four teams. I think that are going to be fighting for that seventh spot. Six, I think one through six, I think are locks in my opinion in this conference. But that seventh spot is going to be one that I think that we might see some dogfight. Which honestly, the 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 division rank or not the the rankings or the the final standings could all be still within a game of each other. Um, from I think it's going to be one through five. I'm pretty confident, but six seven six and seven are going to be probably within a game of each other. But um, with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive feet first first right into the AFC West and talk about a team that has had some interesting offseason moves and that's the Kansas City Chiefs um I I personally the guy that I want on this roster is Ronald Jones I don't crazy for saying that I might be crazy a lot of people might be crazy I think that he's going to be the starting running back by the third or fourth week of the season. I think he's hands down way better than Clyde's Ed- Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We saw some flashes out of Ronald Jones that I think that he has potential to be a dynamic back down there in Tampa. Um, he just got overtaken by Leonard Fournette. I think that's less about his ability and more so that I think that Fournette was more, I think Brady was a little bit more comfortable 
with playoff Lenny. And of course, whenever you saw what he did down the stretch last playoffs, I mean, you knew he was going to have that job kind of cemented heading into year two. But at running back 42 is where I see him right now. I think that Ronald Jones should be is going to be a steal. I think he's going to be a steal. And uh, Fox, what do you got for the guy that you want to own for this Kansas City Chiefs football team? Yeah, you're not getting a lot of value out of their ADP, but the the two I feel good about are Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And the reason for that is because I'm avoiding all the running backs and wide receivers for the Chiefs. Somebody is going to be good. If I had to bet my life on a receiver, it's Juju Smith-Schuster, I guess. Um, but I just don't know how it's going to shake out. And I really don't know how that backfield shakes out with – with Jones and CEH, it's going to come down to touchdowns. I like Ronald Jones. I wanted to see him get a shot. I think he's a better value at 42 than CEH is at 26, but I don't think either of them are particular values. I love Ronald Jones this year. I'm going to be championing the jersey and everything. Not literally the jersey, but I got Ronald Jones. I'm telling you, he's going to be a steal for somebody. He's going to be that starting running back, and I believe in him. My, you're and you already hit on your avoid for the for the team. I'm with this. I'm avoiding this entire wide receiver crew. I really agree with you. There's there's gonna be weeks where Juju Smith Schuster has six catches, 150, 72 touchdowns, and then next week you're gonna start him and he'll have three catches for 14 yards. I think the inconsistency will be in play, but you you, ha, you know what you're getting out of Kelsey. You know what you're getting out of Mahomes. I think this might be Mahomes's best year we've seen out of him. I think that it's just going to be a little bit more diversified. You highlighted that, I think, maybe last week or a couple of weeks ago, you talked about how this could be a little bit of a better season for him. And teams were starting to figure out that offense, I think. And I agree with you on that. And and they cut, there was games where you saw that they kind of honed in on one or, one or the other of these guys, and it was able to work. Um, moving on to the Super Bowl champ, future Super Bowl champion loss, Angeles Chargers. I'm not predicting that because that's not what I believe. But um, Matthew Fox, this team is is one that I know that we both love going into this season. Um, and who is the guy that you're looking to uh, have on your roster this year? Yeah, this kind of for me comes down to um, ADP, and you know, Allen and Williams are both going lower than where I think they should, but Allen's going to wide receiver 10. I I think he'll be a little bit higher. Mike Williams going wide receiver 19. They were 11 and 12 last year in finishes. I think Mike Williams probably finishes in the, you know, 11 to 15 range of wide receivers like a DJ Moore, and you're getting a little bit of a discount. So I'm going for him on the flip side. Austin Eckler can't go any higher. He's uh, you know, I know he finished as RB two last year. Um, which is great. And I think he's still going to be good and he's still going to be involved, but he's going as RB two again. Um, I think it might be a touch high. Yeah. So I'm on the same as the void Austin Eckler. My voids easily Austin Eckler. My guy to own, I am looking at Gerald Edford. Um, I like the talent. I think he's good at, and for being at tight end 22, um, the ranking might be justifiable there, but I think I just like him a touch more than that. I think he could easily slot himself into that top 15. Um, I think he's a much better talent at the tight end position that we've seen um, 
over the last couple of years. I just like it. I like the value and I think I like the talent. I'm a big fan of Everett. Um, I really, I'm with you. There, it's hard to really, it was kind of hard to dissect this one because you do have the two wide receivers that are in the top 22 ish. You have a quarterback that's going um, one or two. You have a quarterback and then a running back is that is going one or, you know, that top two or three. It's kind of hard to justify not or figuring out who to own on this roster. So I just kind of went Everett just because I don't think he's going to be a weekly viable option. But, you know, if he can get you five to six points on the weeks that he's not, you know, producing, I think we're looking at a good uh, uh, influx of points there. Um, Time to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to save the Broncos for last. Um, Folks, I am... uh, Want to let Matthew Fox kick it off here? Yeah. Um, so I think the one that I, I'm most excited about rostering because of value is Hunter Renfro. He's currently going as wide receiver 31, finished as wide receiver 10 last year. If you look at the 2007 New England Patriots offense that had Randy Moss and Wes Welker, that was run by Josh McDaniels, the new coach and offensive architect for the Raiders. Randy Moss was incredible, saw 160 targets. Wes Welker saw 140 targets. There was more than enough balls to go around. I think Devontae Adams can still be a top five receiver while Hunter Renfro is a high-end wide receiver too. He's getting way too much hate. Uh, The one that I'm avoiding is Darren Waller. He was tight end 17 last year, saw 93 targets, not too far off of 100. I don't think he sees significantly more targets. I think he's the one that gets hurt more by the addition of Adams than Renfro does. He's going as tight end five right now. I'm not paying up to take him as a top five tight end. I still think he finishes a tight end one, but I don't think it's top five. Yeah, I I think Waller is going to Waller will be a top 10 tight end, right? You know what I mean? It's hard for me to really look at the tight end position because there's guys that finish as your tight end ones that have weeks where they're just abysmal. And that tight end position is Waller for me. I love him this year. I think that this team is going to have a lot of value when it comes to on the football field versus and he's going to be that guy. I think he's going to be the guy that really kind of does get dinged by Adams. Renfro, I love Renfro. I like the talent. You're looking at probably two of the best route runners in all of football on the same roster. People don't realize how good of a route runner Hunter Renfro is. If you don't understand it, go watch some tape because he is phenomenal. And this is easily the best roster that that car has ever been built around. I'm very excited to see what they're able to do. And um, yeah, I, I just, I really love what they're bringing to the table. I don't hate the idea, but car car feels rightfully placed in his spot. Like I couldn't really move the needle for him. I could see him finishing as a low end uh, QB one, but that's kind of in that area where he is kind of being drafted anyway. Jacobs, I'm not enthused by him, but even at 22, I really didn't feel like, I feel like that's kind of perfectly placed for him. You know what I mean? Like, so Waller was an easy avoid, and I'm with you, Renfro. It's just that's money on the – I think it's just money for me. Um, Denver Broncos. I will kick this one off because I'll let you talk about how much you love everybody on this roster in a minute. But my guy that I am going to avoid is Russell Wilson. Um, I love him for this team. I love what he's going to be able to do for this team. I just want to – I'm just at quarterback, what, 10 I think it is I'm looking at him as. 
I I don't want the I don't want to pay that. I think that there's other better quarterbacks below him that I'd rather have that I can get cheaper. And because of that, that's why I'm going to avoid Wilson. Um, as far as my own, I am sticking and planting my flag on one Jareth Judith. Um, I know that I'm going to be sitting here in week 18 and Matthew Fox is going to be like, I told you so, but I plant my flag and I will continue to plant my flag until he's playing on the XFL. So um, Fox own avoid for your Denver Broncos. I think the problem with Jerry Judy's fundamental misunderstanding of the offensive scheme that Denver is going to run uh, Judy's position in that scheme and the, the position of where Wilson has favored receivers. He favors outside receivers. The scheme favors outside receivers. Jerry Judy's going to be the slot receiver. I He is actually my avoid. He's going as wide receiver 27. It's not a heinous ADP, but I think he finishes closer to wide receiver 40. Uh, the value for me is uh, Tim Patrick. He's currently wide receiver 64. Judy has a lot of talent. He does not, he has never displayed the heart um, and effort of Tim Patrick. That's what makes Tim Patrick a better receiver. Um, I think you've seen George Patton acknowledge that. Most conventional thinking going into last year was that they were going to keep either Sutton or Patrick. He extended both on long-term deals. I think that all the trade talks before it ended up being Fant were that they were happy to move Jerry Judy in a deal to get a quarterback. I think there's an argument to be made that Denver's offense might run better doing a three-wide receiver set with Hamler in the slot. Patrick will finish top 30. He's going as wide receiver 64. I like him and Sutton a lot more. I like that. Look, we're planting our flags on people in this episode. Mine's Ronald Jones. Yours is Ham uh, Patrick. I like Patrick. I think he's, a, he's one of those scrappy receivers. He's just a talented guy that I don't think ever gets enough credit for what he's capable of doing. Um, now for the big picture here of the Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Divisional race. Um, this was hard for me, okay? Because at one time when I ran the aggregate, I had like each one of these teams with way more wins than they should end up with, okay? Because in my opinion, I personally feel like Kansas City Chiefs are going to finish first. And I, I'm pretty confident at... 11 to 12 wins for them. I'm pretty confident 11, 12. I even got as high as 13 on three different aggregates, but I'm still not super confident 13 wins. 13 and four seems like a lot, even if they lose. I had all four of these teams splitting the division. I have all four of them ending up three and three in the division. I know it sounds outrageous, 
but that's the only way I could justify some of these losses for these four teams. Okay. Outside of the division, I feel like they can have the opportunity of dominating. Um, I have all four of these teams at 10 wins are better. Um, I just have them finishing chiefs, chargers, Raiders, Broncos, and the Raiders and Broncos. I, again, I think that the chiefs end up with, with 11 to 13, 11 to 12 wins. I'm going to say I have the chargers at 10 or 11 wins. And then I have the Broncos and Raiders at, at 10, 11 wins as well. I just feel like the structure, how it's going to fall. I like the Raiders a little bit more than most. And I I think that this team, and I, McDaniels is obviously in the back of my head. And that's why I have so much hesitation with this team. I'm hoping that maybe he learned something from his, his journey in the past and hoping that he's gone to, uh, done an about face, but and I'm banking on that for some reason. And that defense is something that's a huge of a question mark. They might be able to get to the pass, uh, to the quarterback, but can they stop anybody is the real concern. That back end is not great. Um, so honestly, if, if anybody, if really, if any of the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, or Raiders finished first, it wouldn't surprise me. If any of them finished last, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, if the Broncos went seven, or if the Raiders went seven and 10, it wouldn't surprise me. But ultimately, I think we're looking at, Three playoff teams in this division with the possibility of all four making the playoffs. Fox, where do you land within this division? Yeah, so the the over-under for um, the AFC West, you know, the Chiefs were at set at 10.5. The Chargers and Broncos set at 10. The Raiders set at 8.5. You know, as the lyrical poets Fallout Boy said, it's not a scene. It's an arms race in the AFC West. Um People think that that's going to be the best division. And and I've looked at it. I, I think all four teams finish above 500. Yeah. Uh, I think three of them are in the playoffs. I have the Chargers uh, and the Broncos over uh, 10, Chiefs slight under 10 and a half, and Raiders slight over eight and a half um, for the over unders. I, I, 12 and five for Chargers, 11 and six for Denver, 10 and seven, Kansas City nine and eight for the Raiders. I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders ended up pulling out 10 wins. I think their road is harder. And I think that they will be the ones that struggle the most in the division. I think you're going to see Denver and Kansas city and the chargers split a lot of games. Yeah. See, I looked at the, when I looked at the schedule down the stretch and that's kind of where I was, my head was at. And and I remember the Raiders Raiders have one of the most brutal schedules the last, you know, six weeks of the season that that really could that's gonna really define the team. I think it's gonna be how they start, right? You know what I mean? They don't have an easy, they have an easy middle of the road, and that's only a middle of the road, I say three games. I mean, you're looking at Houston, which I don't think Houston's gonna never gonna be I think they're gonna be a hard win no matter who plays them. I just think the way they play, they play tough at New Orleans, at Jacksonville. You're looking at an easy stretch there-ish, but these last shoot golly look at that was it four nine games indianapolis at denver at seattle chargers at the rams new england at pittsburgh san francisco you end the season at home with with can't uh with kansas city the raiders are gonna have to start six and two or something like that in order to be able to finish the year those last eight games 500 to make the playoffs you know what i mean they're gonna have to start strong because if they don't start strong you're talking about a team that's not going to be able to recover. Like that's just, 
they're just not going to be able to recover. I just feel like they're too talented on offense to not end up with nine or 10 wins on that team. Um, but I also, man, look, I favored the last few weeks of the season for the Chiefs, I think, slightly over. Denver has a tough schedule down the stretch as well at Baltimore, Kansas City, Arizona, at the Rams, at Kansas City, and then the Chargers. And the Chargers also, the Chargers last five were pretty tough too. Miami, I, I, Miami, that's a toss up game to me. Tennessee at Indianapolis, the Rams, and Denver. So, they I think all have a Denver tough. is strong early um, and does struggle a little bit more in the back half. I think Kansas City struggles a lot on the front half because they're playing that first place schedule and they they're out of division games. Not only do they have some tough matchups, but they aren't favorably, you know, a lot of them are on the road. Yeah, they got Arizona a week one. Um, they Which got the Chargers. I think, I'm not a big fan of Arizona, but I think Arizona wins at home. Yeah, I literally have them losing the first game of the season, too. I, I literally clicked it. Every single time they had a loss, that was one of them. Um, they take on Arizona in Arizona, and then they have the Chargers um, at Indianapolis. That's tough. At mm. Tampa Bay, you know, and then they have a, at home for Buffalo, which is not easy. And then, of course, they go to San Francisco. Like, they, the, the West does have some hard games. They do play some hard games. They play, do play some hard divisions. But, I mean, you're looking at each one of these teams at nine nine wins or better, and, and that's just, to me, is, is kind of a no-brainer. I do think if any of the teams falter, it wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, I, I, I like Denver, too. I wouldn't surprise me if Denver falls short of expectations. I'm not betting any of these over-unders at all. I don't like – I don't feel confident – um, in any of them, I just feel like they're too right on the nose. I feel like there's such Vegas lines that just scream, you bet them, and then you, you're one short no matter what. But the but I, I'm a lot more confident in Kansas City, and I have not yet figured out why. So when I when I figure out why, I'll let you guys know, obviously, you know, that's the type of guy I am. I'll let you guys know these things. But right now, I'm not confident in much but i am confident this chiefs team to be better I, I don't know what it is and i don't know why again i they lost their best receiver they their defense has a lot of question marks i i just i feel like there's just going to be a slight chip on the shoulder of this team that that might you know might make them good i, I don't know i don't know if I, I can't tell you what fox okay i just know that i feel good about the chiefs and when i ran my aggregate it proved exactly that um with that Obviously, we're, I'll just let everybody know home. We are recording this one a little bit in advance, but we do have a loaded schedule at the move the, uh, of movies that are coming out in theaters and even streaming at home this weekend. You have Matthew Fox's favorite novel, When the Crawdads Sing, dropping in theaters. Um, I know he's going to be in line seeing that first person. I definitely um, am going. I think you're making uh, a joke, but it's the year of Daisy Edgar Jones. Um, she was great and fresh. Um, mm-hmm. She's probably the best part of that movie. She has some incredible scenes and was incredibly underused, but still there in Under the Manor of Heaven. Uh, and now taking the lead in this. I, don't know, I think it might be one of the better movies of the summer. I'm legitimately excited. My wife has been reading the book. You never know. I, I I was being sarcastic, but at the same time, I am I am really excited about the movie. I think it looks good. I think the premise I think the premise looks good. I was being sarcastic, but I was also going to follow up by saying I'm very excited about this movie. Like um, Marcel the Shell and the Shoes or whatever the hell it's called is supposed to drop a little bit more wider on the 15th. Um, I was supposed to see it already. Um, I missed the opportunity to had some stuff going on. 
Um, my most excited movie of the week, and and I'm not why I'm excited because I'm not a big fan of what these guys do with their films outside of the Marvel universe, is The Gray Man. I'm I'm kind of excited about this only because I'm a huge Ryan Gosling fan. I think he's an incredibly underrated actor. I think he does a lot of good work that doesn't get enough credit. And I like the idea of Chris Evans playing a bad guy. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Like it, it, I haven't watched the trailer because I refuse to watch trailers, but um, I am very, very excited about this movie. I think that it has the potential to be very good or potentially very bad, especially if it's anything like Cherry. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> I try to forget that movie exists too, don't worry. Um, dropping on Prime Video is Don't Make Me Go. Um, I can't wait for people to watch this movie and see the ending because the ending is so fucked up man god and that doesn't spoil anything it doesn't spoil anything it doesn't spoil anything at all the ending is so fucked um and then there's zombie three is coming out on disney plus which i haven't seen zombie one and two but i'm intrigued by zombie three i don't even know what those are so i'm, I'm sure fox probably knows what zombie one and two are I, I do not. And more importantly, I'm probably not watching Zombie 3, which says something since I'm the least discriminating watcher of content. I, I, was, I was looking through the movies that are supposed to come out. And I was like, what is, what is Zombie 3? And what is I, know. I, I don't know. And it's also uh, the other, one of the other theatrical race, releases this week is Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Which oh, I don't I know if that. it's going to be funny or depressing. I forgot about that. I did forget about that movie was supposed to come out. Um, yeah, yeah. So. It's the. It seems like the last few months we get to the middle of the month and they just everybody dumps. So that's what happened in June. The middle of June, you got like Cha Cha Real Smooth, Leo Grand, Jerry March Go Large. I'm forgetting something. A whole bunch of streaming things dropped, and then you had. Um, a couple of movies in the theater it just it feels like they get to the middle of the month and they're like have everything in the world yeah that's a, the, to me that was what the the crazy thing about it was is is if you look at the the bulk of it you're right it's a lot of the middle of the month but this is like the middle of the month where you're looking and and trying to find um, a place to put your summer movie you know what i mean like and you're smack dab in between four and yeah. you smack dab between that and nope because nope comes out the 22nd you know what i mean between so you're, 10 poles yeah exactly so you're and even the week after that is is uh dc league of super pets which i think is going to be a big hit um so it's going to be you know what's what's uh what's what's good what's not good who knows we just we just know that we'll be watching a, a lot of movies that week um yeah i think that's i was trying to see if there's going to be anything else that's really coming out that uh, really screams home or anything like that. Let's see. I don't see anything. Surface comes out at the end of the month. Hulu has some stuff. What we do in the shadows. I've never watched that. Yeah, I don't Let's see the 15th. Here we go. 15th. Nope. I don't really see anything else. I don't really know what any of these other things are. Uncharted's coming out on a streaming platform, which I actually enjoyed that movie. I don't care what anybody says about it. By the time this comes out, you can watch Bill Burr live at Red Rocks, which is absolutely abysmal and terrible and one of the worst stand-up specials I've seen in a recent time, which I'm looking forward to his entire fan base coming to my house and lighting it on fire. So with that being said, Fox, 
It's been a pleasure. We uh, we got your division out of the way. It's only downhill from here, my friend. Only downhill from hill. I don't know what else to say. It's only downhill from hill. It's true. It's true. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.